We are live. This is Fresh Off the Grill Podcast. You made number one podcast for all the MMA news. We're going to get into some NFL talk right now. Football was canceled this week. <laughs> the Patriots didn't even play. It was a rained out game. Uh, they're starting to do like baseball now. It's a new thing this year. Brady got diarrhea. Had to go home. <laughs> no, in all, in all seriousness, they lost. They got beat pretty badly. But they made it a game again in the first half. They were down 17 to nothing. They came back. It was 13 to 17 Ravens. And they got the ball back second half. They were driving down to score, and this is where I think it all changed. And this play lost us the game when Edelman fumbled the ball and it got returned for a touchdown. Right then, I thought that that killed all the momentum we had, and that ended the game for us, really. Our offense was really couldn't get a solid game together. I think the only thing that kept us in there was our defense, which has pretty much been all year keeping us together, keeping us afloat. They've been the consistent ones. Our special teams did do good. That What was that? The dropped punt? The muff punt, yeah. That was the former second-round pick for the Patriots, Cyrus Jones. He fucking sucks. That got us back into the game, but unfortunately, we kind of had our fate sealed uh, later on. So I think by the time the defense started to catch on that, it was already too late in the game, and the only thing they could do was prevent it from getting any worse. The offensive line was the big letdown this game. Brady looked fine. He had a couple off passes, but every quarterback has a couple off passes. That interception when he aired it out. That was Muhammad Sanu. He stopped running the route. You instantly knew that that was going to be an interception. That one's not on all him, though. That's that's on Muhammad Sanu. He's only been on the team for, what, yeah. 10 days? Yeah, a week and a half. Well, now, now longer, but yeah. you know what I'm saying. He cut off running his route in. That's what led to the interception. Well, not led to the interception. If he had kept running his route, that would have been a jump ball. Still could have been intercepted, but much lower percentage-wise that it does. I'm just saying, usually when when Brady throws those bombs, it's you can really tell if it's going to be bad. Yeah, you can. I mean, he had a couple of really nice throws to Edelman and James White. That James White catch down the sideline where he turned back around for it and caught it at like the 10-yard line. As much as you're going to throw Sanu under the bus, I thought he had a decent game as well, too. Oh, he had a good game. It's just that that one was his fault. He could have at least touched a receiver down, so he's down at the four-yard line. Sit again, like a 40, 50-yard return. I felt like they could have established the run game because it seemed to be effective, but they really weren't going with it. There was a lot of run scenarios that they just weren't going, especially on the goal line. This is the game where we averaged the highest per attempt in rushing this year. We got like over four yards of carry in this game. Which, it showed that the run was working, but we got too far behind too fast, and we kind of had to abandon it. We almost had no choice. We did what usually happens to when we play other teams. They end up having to abandon the run and go to the pass. We probably threw like 50, 60 passes. I felt there was a lot of times where we could have done the run play, and we just didn't. And I was really questioning how they were making the calls, because the run did seem to be effective. In the first half, I could see why they kicked the field goal instead of going for it on the fourth down, and that's because they got it to start the second half, which I can see why they did that. I understand that. And that would have worked, too, if Edelman didn't fumble. I thought old man Folk was looking pretty good, speaking he of He looks kicks. a hell of a lot better than fucking what's Mike Nugent. I almost called him Ted Nugent. That dickhead. He sucks. That guy's He got fucking... himself caught in a stranglehold because he's a fucking choke artist. He fucking sucks. That guy's terrible. 
He's horrible. We had him sign for a $1 million deal for one year. How does that work? Is he going to get that money? No, that's that's like prorated per game. It wasn't guaranteed money, so once we cut him, that money's it's still there. But had he stayed on the team for the whole year, he would have been paid that. Um, other news in the NFL, um, Chiefs won with their high school coach quarterback. <laughs> Yeah, he looked all right. It goes to show you when you have really good receivers, even a decent to mediocre quarterback can look pretty good. Who did they play? Vikings. Vikings, yes. Kirk Cousins fucking sucks. He's a piece of shit. He was the player of the month of October, so of course he starts off November by playing like shit. He's fucking terrible. I'm glad the Green Bay Packers lost, so I hate Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> this is the hater episode. Hate, 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 well, now that the Patriots have their first loss of the season, they're probably going to be going into sky is falling mode. The dynasty is over, Rob. Every year this shit happens. Pack it up. Brady's done. Brady sucks. And then they fucking go on a tear the rest of the year and win the Super Bowl again. I'm going to say what I said the last time we went through this after our undefeated season. I'd rather lose now than lose in the Super Bowl. 100%. Absolutely. I'd much rather be 11-5 and five and win the Super Bowl than be 17-1 and one and lose that one game in the Super Bowl. It's better we get it off now. Like you said, it's better to lose now than in the Super Bowl. Do you want to talk about the big fights in Madison Square Garden? The Bad Motherfucker Championships. Uh, the one that said Bad Motherfucker. Hell yeah. First fight, we had a bit of a surprise. You got Kevin Lee... KOing Gregor Gillespie, he knocked him out cold with a head kick. You don't usually see that from Kevin Lee. He's predominantly a boxer and a wrestler. More so using wrestling, taking his opponents down because he's so much bigger and stronger than them. But moving to TriStar is already starting to look like like it's a good move for him. Yes. Training with GSP and Faraz Sahabi up there. Definitely varying up his striking. Uh, he did well in that fight. See, I wasn't impressed throughout the you know, the fight until it happened because he was coming up short on a bunch of his strikes and he had like a six-inch reach advantage. He has a ridiculous reach for lightweight and he was just coming up short on a lot of the strikes and then, bam, he hit him with a hook and Gregor kind of like got out of the wave a little bit and then he hit him with a head kick out cold. I feel like you could hear it. We were in Buffalo Wild Wings, so it was pretty loud. It was loud. That was shin on jaw. That (laughs) shit hurt. Next fight, you got the Black Beast, Derek Lewis defeating Blagoy Ivanov. By a split decision. I thought Derek Lewis clearly won this fight. But Blagoy Ivanov can take a fucking punch. He's a human punching bag. He hit him clean a bunch on the jaw. And I didn't see him so much as stumble back or get rocked. When we were watching it, you were like, see? This motherfucking gets stabbed still living. He can get punched still living. Whatever. Seriously. Don't matter. He's a tough ass fucking hairy dude. Part of the body armor. It must be. Chest hair. Body hair. Gross. 
Next, you got the fight of the night, Stephen Thompson defeating Vicente Luque by decision. He looked like he could have finished him a couple times, but he kind of backed off a little bit. He's probably slightly gun-shy from his last fight, getting knocked out. First time getting knocked out, so I think he just didn't want to rush in and get caught with anything because Luque can't hit. He definitely seemed like he let off the gas a little bit. Yeah. I thought it was a good performance for him, though. Nice bounce back. Next, you've got the middleweight debut of Darren Till, and he defeated Kelvin Gastelum by split decision in a very lackluster fight. Gastelum looked like shit. He did look like shit. And this is coming off probably the fight of the year against Israel Adesanya, so I was like, I was thinking this was going to be a great fight either way. No, this was a stinker. He didn't come in looking like he was really in shape either, like just all around. He almost never looks in shape, though. Mm-hmm. He was sloppy, didn't really do anything. There was no action. There was a couple of clinches. One takedown, Till popped back up. He landed more than Gaslam, but by landing more than him, all he had to do was land 15 strikes. Yeah, this was a really low output fight on both sides. It was really similar to Till's fight against Wonderboy, where it was kind of just like a chess match. Both were kind of like playing chess with each other, watching each other's movements and reacting off of that without really throwing much, which is kind of how I saw this one and how it played out. Very disappointing fight for me. So I feel like we have to talk about the wings. We got the bad motherfucker wings at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. Them shits were hot. They were pretty hot. I didn't realize until I got to the second one because I got dead taste buds. You know? Well, it's because we eat so fast wings. And you don't notice it until you get to the second one because the first one's gone and then the second one's already in your mouth. <laughs> we got Steve to hop right on that train. We didn't even have to fool him. He's like, oh, there's chicken wings here. Gave him the hiccups. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. And then... And then <laughs> Charity couldn't eat it. Yeah. My, she took a bite. My, my girlfriend decided that she was going to have some too and that <laughs> Steve's there like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. But anyway, fun was had all around. Kristen wouldn't even touch it. No. She I'm, goes, oh, no, I'm not touching that. Of course not. And then we saw Aaron uh, burn her mouth on ketchup. Basically. They were tasty. Yeah, they were good. Despite them being hot as fuck, they had mango habanero, ghost pepper, dry rub. Mango habanero is usually the hottest. And blazing. Mango habanero is pretty good. That's usually the hottest. I they go. were pretty good. Mm-hmm. I liked them. But anyway. Now we'll get to the main event. Speaking of disappointing fights. The fight itself wasn't disappointing. It, wasn't. it, it was the ending. Anticlimactic. Disappointing decisions were made. It was definitely anticlimactic. Also, for the record, I told Ryan multiple times not to bet on this fight. So what does he do? After he, Gastelum loses, he went and doubled down on Diaz. No. Yeah. Stupid. Dude. I told him that was a hard bet to make when he initially told me he put the money on him. This was a fight I wouldn't have bet on either way just because it had too too many variables. But Jorge threw that right out the window. He made this look easy. This is the first person we saw beat up Diaz so one-sided in a stand-up fight. I mean, Connor tagged him up, but Diaz had his moments in the Connor fight. I don't think Diaz had a single moment in this fight. Nothing he did in this fight showed me that he was competitive. And the judges saw it the same way. Two of the judges scored it for Jorge at the time it was stopped 30-26. Which means he won one round 10-8. Right. 
and he almost knocked him out in the first round, opened up a bad cut, which is how it was stopped, actually. It was stopped in between the third and fourth because of a doctor stoppage. I don't think Diaz was in it to win it, but I don't think he was not competitive. Well, he didn't lay down and put his tail between his legs, no. It's just Jorge had too much for him. Yeah, a lot, I, a lot higher output, and uh, Diaz wasn't really answering back much. I, I catch a lot of flack when I say Masvidal has probably the best boxing in the UFC, but he probably does. He's getting traded by that old timer now too, huh? No, is that why he was no, there? No, he was just there because he's a huge fan of him, Roberto Duran. Masvidal still trains at ATT. I don't know if he was involved in his... Uh, no, he's just a huge fan of okay. Duran. It's his favorite fighter, he said, and then I guess he caught wind of it and just walked out with him. But when you combine Masvidal's speed, footwork, he has great head movement. If you notice, he barely ever gets hit in the head. And his power. He's a great boxer. And he varies up his attacks, as you saw with him dropping Nate with the head kick. Yeah, well, hats off to him, and um, but The Rock's going to get it, too. You know, for going against uh, Diaz. Anyone who all, hasn't. All the respect to The Rock, though. Needs to watch Nate Diaz's and Jorge Masvidal's post-fight press conference. They were both pretty funny. But Diaz was fucking hilarious. Anyway, is that you pretty much good? Yeah, I'm good. We can talk about UFC Fight Night 163. Full of names we can't pronounce. That's true. We, well, we basically got the main event on this one basically being um, all Russians. New, new small <laughs> Khabib. This is fucking... Pocket-sized Khabib. This is the Cold War all over again. Versus the Boston finisher. Can I, can I say his name and then you try to say it just for fun? Oh, what, the Russians? Yeah. Uh, I don't even have it in front of me, but go ahead. Zabit Magomed Sharapov. Zabit Magomed Sharapov. Oh, well done. That wasn't bad. <laughs> Not as dumb as you were thinking you were going to sound. Well done, It's Gabe. probably better that I don't look at it because it would fuck me up. Yeah. Russian names are fucked. Anyway, let's get on from... This the motherfucker looks like Lil Dicky before we go any further. What? Zabit. He yeah. looks like Lil Dicky. He looks ugly. Yeah. <laughs> You've got Shamil Gaz... Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You've got Shamil Gamzatov versus Klidzin Abreu. I'm going with Shamil. Still undefeated. I don't know who the fuck the other guy is. I don't know who this guy is. I'm going with Klidzin just because he had more fights for me to actually look off of his record for. And he had a picture on Google, unlike the other fighter. Is he ugly? No, he's just, he looks he's just a dude. He's just a dude. Plus, these Russian dudes, I don't know what's up with, like, they're all straight uni eyebrow and chin straps. Because these motherfuckers aren't just regular Russians. They're from the steps. They're from the stands, dog? Yes, these are all the stands. You got the fucking goat herders galore up here. (laughs) Next, you've got Ramazan Amiv versus Anthony Rocco Martin. I think I'm going to go with Amiv just because he's Russian. Yeah? You going to Russian all this card? Probably. I, Anthony Rocco Martin's good, but he's kind of. He's only had a couple of fights at welterweight. He's a former lightweight. I'm pretty sure he won his last fight by decision. He's he's got a he's got a little string of wins. The only one he's, he's not too bad. The only one he's got a loss against Damian recently Maya. is Damian Maya. Yeah. So and that's that's nothing to be ashamed about. Seriously, he is pretty good. This was the toughest call I had on this card. 
but I'm going with Ramazan. Next, you've got Zalim Imadev versus Danny Roberts. I'm going with Zalim. Did you just go in all Russian? Yeah. I'm going Roberts because I can say his name. Yeah, well, then there <laughs> we go. We all choose things for reasons and minds because they're all Russians. Yes. Next, you've got Alexander Volkov versus Greg Hardy. I'm going with Volkov, and that's Rob's lock of the week. I think this is going to be too much of a step up for Hardy too fast. I think so, too. Hardy looked like shit in his last fight, and uh, that whole inhaler thing, like, come on, dude. I also don't want to support someone that fucking beats women. You should know that you can't use an inhaler between rounds. But part of that is also on the commission where they didn't just outright tell him, no, you can't use it. I think they fucked up on this one. I mean, he should have definitely gotten a definitive answer before that, but you know. He, he didn't just beat his girlfriend, Gabe. He threw her on a bed of guns. A bed of guns. Were they scary AR-15s? The black kind? They were machine guns. I got one on the card, and I know this always happens, but um, I got Herman versus some uh, big Russian motherfucker. Is that not on the card? Ah, uh, that's not on the main card. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's probably on the prelims. Okay. Well, for what it's worth, I'm going for Herman and his fight because he just KO'd uh, Patrick Cummins. So. Oh, Ed Herman? Mm-hmm. He's old, but... I ain't going for that motherfucker. He's got red hair. <laughs> Who's the other one? Who's he fighting? Uh, I, I don't have it written down. It's basically a loser match. Like, whoever loses is probably Is the other guy Russian? Kicked out of the UFC, yeah. I'm going with the Russians. <laughs> oh, Jesus. In the main event, you've got Lil Dicky Zabit Magomed Sharapov versus the fucking kid from doing Calvin Qatar. I'm going with Zabit. He's Russian. What the hell kind of name is Qatar? That's pretty close to that, like, card game or whatever, It's like right? an instrument. No, 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 no. It's an instrument. Board game. Catan. You ever play that? Settlers of Catan. It's a good game. I don't play board games. I'm fucking retarded. I like it because it's kind of like a board game, but it's kind of like, uh, what is that? RPG. Like Total War shit. Like you get supplies and build shit. I mean, Oh, like the Oregon Trail. Um, I guess. Sort of, sort of. I'm just throwing out stupid like, shit down. No, I like that game. I think the Russian's going to win this, but I'm going to go with my heart. Going to go with a hometown kid. Going to go Boston. Even though it's from Methuen. It's basically the same shit. They all sound dumb. I'm just thankful I don't still have a Boston accent. That shit sounds stupid. Who's going to win it? The Celtics. Because there's no other reason why. The Celtics are the balls. Well, that's going to do it for this card. That's kicking off on Friday, by the way. Oh, different time because of uh, Russia. Russia. Yeah. Prelims start at 5.30 on Friday, Eastern on ESPN2 and then moves on to ESPN Plus for the main card. It's 8 o'clock. Now, Gabe, you want to go and hit us with our misconnections? I never knew how I felt till the day you were gone. This one's a close by one. This is over in Weymouth. Oh. Where did my hot MILF move to? I was asking the same thing. Man for woman. I used to visit and give you a massage before work. I really miss the hot tub the most. Making you soft and slippery with coconut oil was the highlight of my day. Slipping and sliding together and feeling all those great vibes until we both exploded. I'm here waiting. I was going to make a joke about the good vibes being like just sexual, but he, he already said it was. 
until we both exploded. Hate to break it to you, brother. That's P. That's P, bro. Also, no one exploded. He jizzed. Well, yeah. And he, it was probably a sad little dribble if this guy's on Craigslist. He, he coom. He coom big time. But, yeah. When she exploded, dude, that was just P. I have this argument all the time. It's scientifically proven to be P. Yeah. Why? Who's disagreeing? I'm not going to embarrass her on the air. Oh. <laughs> anyway. If you want to get in contact with us, you can catch us at freshoffthegrillpod at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Download the Anchor FM app. Leave us a viewer voicemail. Apple Podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe on there. And other than that, have a great weekend. Adios. Peace. which has pretty much been all year around. Uh, the Ravens? No, no, we play the Ravens. Uh, who do they play? Who do they play? Who do they, uh, Vikings. So there's no undefeated teams left in the No, NFL. the 49ers. Oh, the 49ers yeah. are? Yeah. Damn. I thought you just said they lost. No, they won. They have the same record as us. <sighs> well. <coughs> Goddamn cold. Both were... Well, Excuse me, I think I just had a stroke. Either why? Oh, that's the that's the main event. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the main event for, for this fight. Oh, okay. I thought you were starting off talking about the first no. one. I'm going Martin. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Male for woman. No. Yeah. Why is it M4W? That's going to be it. That's it? Yeah, they have. So So you mentioned before that uh, The Rock can get it as well. What exactly did you mean by that? What was it that The Rock did? Nigga, he's on that side. Fuck him. I'm on the West Coast side. Mike Tyson should have been here anyway. He's the baddest man on the planet, right? He should have been the one. He should have been the one over here. Uh, I'm over here on The Rock, huh? <laughs> you guys caught me under, under a bad, bad time, but you know what I'm saying? The Rock's cool. I like ballers. I like ballers. You know what I'm saying? But he picked the wrong side. He picked another side so he could get it too. He could get his ass whipped too. Straight up. <laughs>